Welcome to the Life Curation Podcast. I'm your host, Andrina Tisi. Together, we will explore thoughts, inspirations, and conversations that feed our soul, spark the mind, and nourish the body. Thank you so much for being here to learn and grow and for walking this journey called life with me. Welcome, dear ones, to a new episode of the Life Creation Podcast. And this is the first episode of the second year. And I'm thrilled to open this quote-unquote new year with a talk I had with Elena Brower. Elena is a mother, teacher, artist, best-selling author and the host of the Practice You podcast. In today's episode, Elena and I speak about the power of rituals, practices and ceremony. She shares very practical tips on how we can integrate them into our day and our week. And we also talk about transitions, self-discovery and art. Elena has taught yoga and meditations since 1999. Her first book, The Art of Attention, has been translated into seven languages. And her second, Practice You, is a bestseller. Her third book, Being You, was released in early 2021. Elena's yoga meditation classes are in glow.com and her essential mentorship is loved for bringing analog creativity to online coursework. Elena also oversees a global team of teachers as a double diamond with doTERRA and her spoken word can be heard on above and beyond's flow state albums. So I hope you will enjoy our conversation, feel inspired and tap into practices, rituals and ceremony. Elena, thank you so much for being here. It's a true honor. Mm. And thank I you so much. I remember London. <laughs> right? Oh, I miss it. I do miss it too. Yeah. Yeah. One day again. <laughs> One day again, for sure. So this or that, I'm going to just hit you with five different ones. So out of your belly, out of your heart, what is true for you right in this moment. Tomorrow can be different. <laughs> hmm. Mountains or ocean? Mountains. Roses or sunflowers? Roses. Classical or modern art? Oh, that's hard. That's too hard. <laughs> no fair. No both. fair. Come both. on. I'm picking both. I'm picking both. Excellent. <laughs> Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Bath or shower? Bath for sure. Beautiful. Thank you. Of course. How are you? I'm really good. I'm really, really good. We have a wonderful fall here in switzerland after not such a great summer and 
the colors, like speaking of art, like just walking in nature is like walking in a museum. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. So good. Yeah. So you have this wonderful quote on your website um, on practice you from there to here, mm. from here to there. We are always in some sort of transition. And, you know, moving into fall, this is transition too. And I think we've all experienced a lot of transition over the last two years, but there is always transition, as you so beautifully say. And for you, how can daily practices support us in those transitions? Well, I think the most important thing that a daily practice does is keep us connected to our own sense of self, our own confidence, our own remembrance, our own uh, knowing, which is sometimes knowing that we don't know. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, um, but it's, I find it's absolutely crucial for me to have my daily practices because otherwise I'm, you know, uh, at the mercy of all of the external affairs. And they're very often really, really challenging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really challenging. And for you, is there a, a difference or a sense or a different feeling for, you know, rituals, daily ceremony even, and or daily habits, you know, that's a lot of people talk about daily habits. Um, and practices mm. well I have a few and it depends on the day but typically I wake up scrape my tongue have a seat for meditation uh, I have a little seat in my closet which is actually very close to where I'm sitting right now for the podcast mm -hmm. recordings um, usually I'll read some of um, someone's writing and, and typically it's Roshi Joan Halifax who's my teacher um, but today I read from Audrey Lord, Sister Outsider, beautiful, insane book. Um, I think it should be required reading for all um, Americans, <laughs> actually, <laughs> um, all people, all humans. Um, and then usually I'll go and do something physical. Either I go outside, I do hill sprints, or I do a workout. I have a, an app called Future. And my trainer um, gives me workouts uh, on a weekly basis. It's really simple and fun to use. And then I get to work. And I work for about four hours, very focused, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sometimes on Friday. Thursdays is a total off day where I go and do um, healing treatments and you know, uh, network spinal analysis and acupuncture, and it seems decadent, but actually I, I can feel that my body is aging well because of this one weekday a week. And, um, you know, I, I shared this with people all the time. I started out seeing students at the school in New York. So if you're feeling like, oh my God, acupuncture is so expensive, you know, there are schools, training schools, wherever you live, where you can actually 
go and see students in training for very little and get regular treatments, which I think is actually the best thing ever. Um, what else? Uh, and that's that's kind of it. The afternoon is about art and my kid and my man, my family, sort of reading outside and so forth. Yeah, it's beautiful. I used to go to acupuncture school in Vancouver as well. It was amazing. <laughs> and oh, see? Yeah, sometimes I had like seven people standing around me and like checking my tongue and my pulse. <laughs> ah, the best. That's so good. Um, and I love what you said about your, your Thursday because I think it's, well, it's a ritual that... Um, Yeah, that is almost required, right? For mm -hmm. like, you know, aging well, um, and we can call it self-care. And I mean, that's another big word, but it's, um, you know, at the beginning, what you also said in terms of kind of that um, attention to oneself, right? That's right. And for you you know, ceremony and rituals or, you know, a, a habit or practice, does it have a different energy or do you, do you make a difference of it or is it for you the same? It changes every day. I mean, some days, I don't know, some days it's more sort of quiet and sacred and some days it's dancing and you know yeah. there th there's just different energies to different days it depends on where I am in my cycle really mm -hmm. um you know I, I sort of I like to respect what what's happening in my body really carefully and that seems to work out really well and you know for me I I noticed that consistency and can really provide also stability and kind of knowing okay you know I'm, I you know I get up I take my cold shower I do my oil pulling you know and it it gives me also a structure and sometimes I feel this balance between keeping structure and having that um, sense of groundingness as well that I know exactly how I start my day for example or end my mm -hmm. day Mm -hmm. uh, feels really good, but at the same time, staying open, right? Things changing, and that you know, with 25, I maybe needed something else than now is 43, or you know, what you said before in my cycle, um, there's differences, or I've done something for five years and suddenly I'm like, it's not serving me anymore. So, keeping how can we stay? open to um, our rituals to change and our needs? Well, what I like to do is, is do a little reckoning mm -hmm. every Sunday. Mm. Yeah. And I just sit down and I look at the following week and I look at the past week. And I, I'm one of those people that I do have all of my dates on my phone, of course, <laughs> but I also have them in a handwritten book. And so every Sunday, you sometimes on Saturday, but usually on Sunday, I'll sit down and I'll transcribe what's in my um, online calendar over to uh, a handwritten calendar. I'll put stickers on it, washi tape. I go crazy. <laughs> I just, I like to make things fun to look at. And 
in the looking at the previous week and seeing what happened and then looking forward to the next week, I can pretty much tell like, okay, this is no longer working and this is working very well. And I can put things into place and sort of implement changes pretty quickly without much of a hassle because I'm always looking, I'm always adjusting, you know, week over week, over week, over week. So then even like the, the transition and the change becomes a ritual. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Cause it's not going to, nothing is forever. Everything's changing all the time. Yeah. I mean, how are we going to, that's, it's just how it is. Yeah. And it also becomes then this, yeah, self-discovery and self-inquiry to keep mm -hmm. ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. And to, to, to make that a part of the weekly to-do, you know, I don't like to say to-do so much, but with the weekly ritual, as it were, um, you're kind of always looking and checking out and being cool with things changing just like that. Yeah. It's, I, I know what you mean with the to do it's, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, at one point somebody told me like a to, a to feel a list and I thought, Oh, that's nice. That feels good. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and then you mentioned the afternoons are art and and your your man and your 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 son and do you have i don't know established or regular rituals with the three of you or with with your son or your partner that you do on a regular basis uh yeah we do have dinner together most nights mm -hmm. um which is really sweet. And then you cook together. You know, it's either James or me cooking. <laughs> if I ask Jonah to cook with me, he usually will say yes. Um, but not always. He's, yeah. you know, he's a busy boy. Um, what I love the most though, is there's a, there's a period of time after dinner dishes are done. I'll usually take some sort of journal or something art related and put it on the dining room table. And Jonah drifts in. I've never asked him to do this. I stopped asking probably three years ago, but he drifts in from his place and starts practicing piano. And I don't have to ask. It's unbelievable. He's not even taking lessons right now, but he plays like an insane maestro and I am now taking lessons. So if I dare to practice either before or after him, he'll always come back in and be like, Hey mom, let me just help you here. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? Um, it's really cute how he, you know, tries to take care of me and make sure that I know kind of what I'm doing and do it well. It's really sweet. That is really sweet. <laughs> yeah. So that happens almost every night. And then, you know, James and I do a walk pretty much every other day, I would say, on, on the back of our land and into the Santa Fe National Forest. And that's like the most ridiculous pleasure of all time. And 
that sort of connection time, catching up on the day and breathing in the trees, that's like crucial. And it doesn't matter what time of the year it is, we do it. Even if it's raining, we just get bundled up and go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think nature is such a teacher for rituals. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. How you moved last year. Was it last year that you moved? Yes, in March of 2020. Yeah. And I mean, speaking of transition, New York to Santa Fe um, has, um, or how have your rituals changed, I guess, or um, how do they feel different? Well, it's a totally different place. I mean, everything that I've described up until this point is, you know, is here. I mean, it's, I started making rituals in New York, but they were very different. Yeah. They were, yeah. I mean, you're on the street, you're in the concrete, you're amongst many, many people. Here's much more quiet, different, totally different. And still in, in the city, we, you know, there's, rituals as well and i think rituals can then also especially in a busy place can ground us um i remember living in new york and you know just (laughs) you know having the same you know routine going to to work was actually at the end really grounding because i knew exactly where i needed to go and like exactly was able to tune out a little bit of the big city noise yeah I mean, there's no, it's just a completely different vibration. And I'm actually really glad that I lived in the city for as long as I did because I'm not missing anything. I don't feel like I'm missing something in being here. I was there for so long and I felt, um, you know, there was such a deep connection to the heart of that city. It feels like a, a vortex for me, that place. And I'll always love it. And it fed me so much. Um, but I'm glad to, you know, to have evolved out of there and still have it in my, in my body. Mm. Yeah. And that makes me think of circling back what we said before in terms of, you know, the, the inquiry of seeing what's right in this moment and what is ready to transform or be different. And of course, Mm -hmm. part of that, right. And, and um you know being being in one place for a certain time is 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 can feel really good and then suddenly you know we grow out of that place that can be a city or it can even just be an apartment or um a house right exactly exactly so um you know practices are not always effortless. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Even though we know they charge our batteries. So, um, and I'm always fascinated by that. And I mean, I've noticed that with myself, I know that, um, you know, what's good for me. And then some days that's effortless to do so. And on other days, it's not so effortless. (laughs) You know, and I see it also, you know, in in my community. So what is it for you that 
keeps you really in that form of ritual, form of ceremony practice. Um, and at the same time, in a place of softness. <clears throat> well, I just make a structure for myself. That, that Sunday chill out is like a place where I just make the structure and then I just stick to it. So I don't give myself a hard time. Should I, shouldn't I? This is just what's happening. Yeah. I'm going to work out at this time. I'm going to do this at this time. That's it. Take the kid to school at a certain time. It's just no big deal. Yeah. It's like a, an appointment with yourself kind of, but she's not cancelable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just no big deal. Like just keep to the schedule. <clears throat> Every now and again, something has to change. It's no big deal. Mm. And you mentioned at the beginning um, your reading and your inspiration. Mm. Um, do you so you really read um, and listen, or do you do you do you also listen to, um, or do you mostly read to form of inspiration? I mostly read. Yeah. I mean, I was born in 1970. Podcasts I love, but mostly when I'm driving. Yeah. I listen to Joe Rogan when I'm driving usually. <laughs> I don't know why. I just find that so much fun. But um, sometimes I'll listen to podcasts while I'm in the house. It's just rare. I'd rather listen to either music or read a book or just nothing. Silence and the trees and the birds. Mm-hmm. Um, can you, what, how does intention come in? Like, I think all we've already talked about has a lot to do with intention and mm. like exactly what you, what you said before in terms of setting up your week. Um, for me, it sounds like that then you, you have this intention to pretty much stick to that structure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just don't, I don't mess around with myself anymore. I'm old enough that I, I have no interest in having that whole mind game with myself. Like, if I say I'm going to do it, I do it. That's it. It's almost like, it's just like there isn't, uh, it's just, there isn't another option. Yeah, it's um, and I, yeah, and I work, I work with a lot of folks who are younger than me by 10 years or 20 years. And most of what these folks are working through is the conversation in their minds. Mm-hmm. And the conversation in my mind is, I mean, it's evolved over time to be sure, but it's evolved into a conversation of support and encouragement and reminders of who I am. I don't sit there and turn on myself. And I have many reasons, uh, arguably, to do so, people are, are, you know, detractors, haters, like I get it all. Mm. I get it from the yoga community. I get it from other communities. And I'm just, you know, if, if I can build a sense of trust in myself by creating the simplest thing of creating a schedule and sticking to it, when all that stuff comes my way, I, I, I can just laugh at it, you know? And just know that people are just dying to get attention. They're dying to get seen. And they're trying to do it by being negative toward me. And 
you know, I'll take it as a compliment. And I, I can't respond. I don't respond to those things. And I send them on their way. But it works like that because my intent is to just keep my word to myself, do my day, do my week, be respectful to myself, be encouraging to myself in the conversation that I'm having within myself. Very powerful. Very, very admirable. I mean, what's hard about it is we, it, it takes practice. It's taken me a long time to feel like I can do this now. You know, like I can, I can take care of myself in this way now. A long, long time. But now I can. And nobody can mess with it. You know, I can get sad for a moment or disappointed. But it doesn't, it doesn't take me long to, to bump back out of it. It's really resilient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, I mean, I'm sure there is many different things. But is there one or two things that jump out for you that helped you to get where you are now? Well... There are so many different teachers that I've had and so many different um, experiences that I've had. Mm-hmm. Some of them were super negative. Some of them were super positive. Some of them were positive and turned out negative. Some of them were deeply negative and turned out really positive. And they've all added to this sense of self that I have, which is go ahead and try to move me off of my center. You can't. You yeah. can't. I mean, even with my kid, it used to really rattle me when, uh, I don't know, he wouldn't listen or whatever. And now he's 15. We have such a good rapport. And he and I really understand each other deeply. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm. And you really then connect to your truth. Yeah. I mean, that's our job, isn't it? Yeah. That's our job. And it's all, you know, what's really funny about all of this is that it's never a fixed um, end game. Like, this is how it feels great today. And then tomorrow it'll be a little bit different. It's the transition again. (laughs) All the time. All the time. Yeah, it's um, one of my favorite quotes that the only thing that, Oh, no, I can't say that the only, the only constant is change. That's right. Right. That's exactly right. And I just don't, I, I don't want to be that person who, you know, is constantly struggling to um, stay the same or, you know, let's keep it like this. It's like, I'm, I'm all about letting things evolve and change. That is my, my favorite game. You know, it's going to change right now. Let's see what happens. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just not going to stay the same. And I love it because you have practice you and being you. And I was just like thinking before, it's like so beautiful because we can practice, practice being ourselves <laughs> every day. That's right. That's right. There's another one coming too. Hmm. I'm not going to share the title yet, but it's really good. Can you share when it's coming? Uh, I would say probably in 2023. 
Nice. I'm exciting already. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's very, I can feel it forming in my mind as I have done for all the rest of the projects. You know, you can sort of feel it in your body and then you can see it in your mind and then it slowly makes its way onto the paper and then it makes its way onto the screen and then it makes its way into our hands. So nice. It's a beautiful process. It's, um, and I mean, you're, you're such a wonderful artist, right? So it's like a, it's like the art, like the project is an art as well. Yeah. I love, love, love making art. It's my favorite. Have you always um, painted? Yeah, since I was a little girl. Beautiful. That's mm -hmm. also a beautiful ritual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have a dear friend, she just recently tapped more and more into painting, and I can just see how um, it really is so healing for her, and it's so beautiful to see. Yeah. The the thing about making art of any kind, that sort of expression, is it is it's a freedom. You have to really let go of your brain to let the art uh, move through you and out of you. I've um, I think twice I attended um, a workshop um, of process painting. Have you heard of that? Mm -hmm. No. Um, it's kind of like an, I guess, an art therapy, but where you just, it's, it's about the process of, of painting and, um, the, it's, it was so, such a great sense of freedom because it was not about the result, but it was just about the act of painting. And I had this big piece of paper in front of me and, you know, the teacher was just like, just pick any color you want and start. And it just was so beautiful to just be in this process of painting right. without having to quote unquote perform a result. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I get it. I understand now. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And then of course, like, you know, what you just said about this, you know, your, your painting, um, you know, or any any form of art, right, can be such a beautiful ritual and practice also of, I believe, you know, obviously creativity, but um, self-discovery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, um, it really requires a lot of willingness to just keep letting go and keep letting go, keep letting go. You know, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I should be painting. The paints are over there in my closet. Just get them out and put them out on the table. Mm -hmm. And don't force yourself into anything. Just put a, a, a little cup with some water, a couple of paper towels. Just like know that you're going to do it soon whenever your body feels ready. So beautiful. I'm going to take mine out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, how... Um, we're just we're not traveling as much as we used to these days, but not at all. No, I know you have traveled a lot, and I feel, you know, with rituals or practices, when we travel, they can also 
be a little bit rocky um, at times has the same kind of intention helped you you know when you when you sit down you know beginning of the week or on sunday um knowing that you're traveling and you just set everything into um your structure um or how was that for you when you would be at different places um i would just stick to as close to the structure as i as i do as i could at home but again i haven't left I haven't traveled at all in almost two years. And um, I only plan on doing one trip a year from now on to Costa Rica. And I feel, you know, at least for the foreseeable future, but I feel like if our listener is moving around and traveling, do go through your day and really think about the, the parts of your day that feel the most nourishing for you and try and bring those with you in some form yeah, and do the same thing you would do at home. I'm going to do this at this time. And then this at this time, if it works out, don't be hard on yourself if it doesn't work out, but have the intention to do what you can to keep yourself close to yourself. The one thing I noticed when I would travel is I would get so far away from myself and um, the, the smallest rituals really made a difference. You know, making the cacao, sitting down for meditation, no matter where I was, all those things really, really made a difference. Yeah, just bringing a favorite tea back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly like that. Yeah. It's also interesting how our desire, like I have a little bit the same in terms of traveling, has shifted. Mm -hmm. um, it really has, I mean, I know for myself, it has really slowed slowed me down mm. Mm. and the um also talking about you know new york before and now living in zurich and i mean zurich is you know a small city or a big village <laughs> but still it's almost like more countryside more nature <laughs> less concrete and it's so and again coming back to transition and, and noticing what's um you know, what's, what's calling or what's knocking on our door. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, what's cool about it is you over there in Zurich, you can go over to the river, you know, you, you have places where you can go, you can go to the park. Absolutely. So it's not, you know, it's the same as New York. There are places to go. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that we have to, or which is really good to have is this place, this place, these sacred places. Like I live five minutes from the forest, right? And I go go into the forest with my dog, and that's one of my rituals, right? Good, very so, good. Um, and having that, and noticing what does charge up our battery. Of course. Well, thank you so much, Elena. Um, oh, it's my pleasure. Um, to just wrap it up um the last question i i have is do you have a mantra or a a quote that guides you in times of when you feel like i need you know to or to bring you back to your true self 
you know, I don't have something off the top of my head, but I did receive a little gift recently from Christopher Carter, whom I'll be interviewing on the podcast next year. And he made a whole bunch of little stickers to go along with his book. And he's coached a couple of friends of mine. And one of the stickers, it's very rare that this happens, but I took it out. I saw it and I put it right on my laptop and it's sitting in front of me. And it's helped me through many, many difficult moments in the last several months. And it says this, I am the sky watching all weather move through me. Ooh. Yeah. What a beautiful way to wrap up our conversation. Thank you so much, Elena. I really do. Of course. Of course. Such a pleasure. Thank you. Really nice to talk to you again and uh, sending all my love to all the Zurich family there. Miss you guys so much. We miss you, Elena. (laughs) Mm. Someday again soon, I promise I'll come back to Europe. Perfect. We look forward to it. Same. Maybe you guys will come to Santa Fe. I'm going to do retreats here, I think. Oh, please. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's such a beautiful place. And I just keep looking around, kind of just ruminating on the idea of doing something like that, maybe once a year. Or Costa Rica. Or Costa Rica, of course, always happens in December. So that's easy, easy enough to do. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, honey. Bye. Dear listener, if you have a moment, I encourage you to see when and where you can implement practices and rituals that serve you. Also, maybe include your family, your partner, and see what rituals are there for you and what structure you need for them. Make it yours and also allow the softness of transition to keep you open. And then go visit Elena on elenabrower.com, her website. On Instagram, it's Elena Brower, and on Facebook, it's Elena Brower Truth. It's also all linked in the show notes. Her podcast is practiceyou.com. And as mentioned already in the intro as well, her yoga and meditation classes are on glow.com. So thank you so much for tuning in and for being here on the Life Creation Podcast.